let's close our eyes for a while and ask the lord to speak to us thank you holy spirit this morning we ask you to speak to us help us to listen to your voice as i speak i pray that you will put your words in my mouth and speak to each and every one of us and speak to your people jesus lord i pray that you will bless us with your word transform us with your word bring a change in our hearts and in our thoughts this morning o oh lord we welcome your holy spirit we welcome you jesus in jesus mighty name we pray amen amen this morning i just want to share something that the lord has put in my heart actually i was asking the lord from a couple of days lord what i want to share with your people and then one day god started speaking to me about something which i'm going to share to you today we are actually in the end times right we don't know when jesus is going to come the second time and uh, in these last days and these end days god is searching for the kingdom people god is searching for the people who have this kingdom mindset amen amen and uh, you know there is nothing else better than this like knowing his heart i consider that you know knowing his heart or knowing his will is the most important thing that we can do when we are on this earth and god is searching for that kind of people in this end times in other words god is looking for the people who can stand in the gap i don't know whether you understand this word stand in the gap but god wants us to be like the people who can stand in the gap that means god wants us to be like the people who wants to take the responsibility who can take the responsibility who is willing to take the responsibility amen so i just want to show you a scripture from ezekiel chapter 22 words 30 god is talking here to ezekiel so i sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that i should not destroy it but i found no one such a pathetic situation right god is looking for the people who can stand in the gap but god is saying that he found no one before i go into the scriptures i just want to show the whole thing which is happening there you know from ezekiel chapter 22 verse 23 to 30 i just want to read it for you again the word of the lord came to me son of man see to the land you are a land that has not been cleansed or rained on in the day of wrath there is a conspiracy of her princes within her like a roaring lion tearing its prey they devour people take treasures and precious things and make many widows within her her priests do violence to my law and profane my holy things they do not distinguish between the holy and the common they teach that there is no difference between the unclean 
and the clean and they shut their eyes to the keeping of my sabbaths so that i am profaned among them our officials within her are like wolves tearing their prey they shed blood and kill people to make unjust again our prophets whitewash these deeds for them by false visions and lying divinations they say this is what the sovereign lord says when the lord has not spoken the people of the land practice exhortation and commit robbery they oppress the poor and needy and mistreat the foreigner denying them justice i looked for someone among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so i would not have to destroy it but i found no one we can see the cry of our daddy god here the situation happening here is the israelite people they were just doing all the wicked things they are robbing the poor people they are doing all the nonsense things but god is looking for the people who can stand in the gap to pray for them to intercede for them to take the responsibility to bring a change in the land but god is not finding anyone in the land if you can look the words that i i have underlined there there you see the princess there is a conspiracy of her princes and then her priests and then 28th words it says her prophets you know all are god's people god is not talking about the gentile people god is talking about his own people god is talking about his his people and god is talking about the leaders god is talking to the prophets and god is talking to the priests if we can see in first peter chapter 2 and verse 9 god says about us that we are the chosen generation and we are the royal priesthood amen who are the royal priesthood we are the royal priesthood who are those princes we are the princes we are the kings actually and jesus is the king of kings we are the royal people and we are his people and god is searching for us god is looking for us so that we can stand in the gap so that we can intercede for our people nowadays if we can see how wickedness is going in this world we are living in the world where iniquity is being celebrated we are living in the world where wickedness is celebrated amen amen recently you know there is in the us they they, they supported abortion is right right and people are celebrating i watched a video that even christian people they are, they put a stage and they were like dancing like crazy because the government is supporting the abortions where are we where are we heading towards we are heading towards more wickedness and in this situation and even in india if we see people like you know going crazy doing a lot of stuff you know if you see there are a lot of kidnappings happening human trafficking happening there are a lot of corruption happening there are a lot of cheatings happening robberies whatever if we name there are a lot of things which is happening but god is looking for the people who can stand in the gap pray for their land pray for their people but god says i found no one amen i just want to ask you this morning do you want to be the one who can stand in the gap to pray for your land to to intercede for your land i just want to show one man from bible who stood in the gap for his people 
and this man is a cup bearer in the presence of the king he is a royal cup bearer he what his job is to give food to king and he need to test the food and he is the last person there are few people uh, before him who uh, makes the food and test the food but he is the last person before king eats the food or king drinks the wine he needs to test it this is his job and this man stood in the gap for his people i just want to read this from uh, nehemiah chapter 1 from verse 2 Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 1 these are the memories of Nehemiah son of Hakaliah in late autumn in the month of Kislev in the 20th year of king Artaxerxes reign i was at the fortress of Susa Hanani one of my brothers came to visit me with some other men who had just arrived from Judah i asked them about the Jews who arrived from who arrived from judah i asked them about the jews who had returned there from captivity and about how things were going in jerusalem they said to me things are not going well for those who returned to the province of judah they are in a great trouble and disgrace the wall of jerusalem has been torn down and the gates have been destroyed by fire This is the thing happening there in in the days of Nehemiah. He was in the king's presence and uh, one of his brothers called Hanani came to him and the Nehemiah was asking him, "Hey, what about the Jews, the people who escaped from captivity and went to the land of Judah? What happened to them?" And then Hanani says, "You know what? Things are not going well with the people of Judah. There is a great disgrace." there is a great you know miserable situations happening there no one is in peace they are suffering because the walls of jerusalem was fallen down it was all burned down they don't have any fortified cities to live in everything is burned everyone are suffering you know what nehemiah did verse 40 he said when i heard these things i sat down and wept for some days i mourned and fasted and prayed before the god of heaven he felt such a pain in his heart about his people such a burden in his heart because his people were suffering man his people were suffering judah people he belonged to judah and his own people and god promised them actually when nebuchadnezzar the king of babylon they came and you know captivated the kingdom of judah and the, he took every one of them from judah to his place babylon as a slaves and then god promised them after 70 years i'll bring you back to the place you know place of judah and then they were like yeah we have to go back to the land and the, some of the people they arrived to the land but then when they came there there was nothing left everything was burnt the walls was broken people were in disgrace when he heard all these things you know what nehemiah did he just sat down there and then he was weeping for his people i want to ask you this question what's your heart for your people what is your heart for your family and what is your heart for your city and what is your heart for your country your people are in distress 
If your people are in disgrace, are they suffering? What you are doing? Are you praying for them? Are you having a soft heart for them? Look at this man. What a man he is. He's a, he, it was saying like, he sat down there and he was mourning and fasting for a couple of days. He didn't mention the days, but I, I believe that it's, it's, you know, more days. He, he just sat there and his countenance changed. Amen. What a beautiful thing, no? To know about him. Love your people. And love and pray for your people. That is what the Lord's commandment says. First, love your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. And number two commandment is, love your people as you love yourself. And Jesus says, within these two commandments, the whole law is fulfilled. And God is searching for the people who love their people. God is searching for the people who, who can stand for their people. Amen. And number two. Nehemiah went close to the broken walls. I just want to read Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 13. By night I went out through the valley gate toward the jackal well and the dung gate. Examining the walls of Jerusalem which had been broken down. And its gates which had been destroyed by fire. Amen. He saw the distress of his people, but he don't want to stay there in the comfort zone. He just came out. He asked the permission from the king. Hey king, you know what? My people are in disgrace. My people are suffering there. I need to go and help my people. And then he just came out of that place and then he was seeing the walls. He was seeing literally the broken walls of his city. His own people were suffering there. Amen. He left his comfort zone. And this morning I just want to ask you another question. What is your comfort zone? Are you willing to leave your comfort zone? Are you willing to leave your comfort zone? If Peter was in the boat, he couldn't have walked on the water. To be in the boat is comfort. But when you step out of faith, God can work through you. And what is your comfort zone today? Many people, they just wanted to be there. They have this soft corner, like in the first point, you know, like we can pray for the people, but we don't want to get out of that situation. We don't want to go out to the people, reach to the people and see their sufferings through our eyes. And there are a lot of people suffering. And even if you see in India, there are a lot of persecution happening there. A lot of people were suffering just because they know about Jesus Christ. They accepted Jesus as the Savior. What we are doing? Are we praying for them? Or still we are being in the comfort zone? How are we? How are our hearts? But God is looking for, not that. God is looking us in us a different thing that we go out and to reach the people. One woman called Ida Scudder, she left her own home and then she came to India. She left her comfort zone. When she came to India, she saw the suffering of the woman. You know, when they, when they are about to give their babies, you know, it's so hard for the Indian people at that time, there is no medication. One woman, she came to Vellore and she started a hospital called CMC. She didn't stay there when she saw the distress of Indian people. 
what what would happen if ada skander would have said like this if she if she said hey this is not my people india is not not my country i won't go there what would happen if you look at cmc now cmc is a huge blessing not only for india but for many other countries i see people coming from bangladesh i saw people from nigeria and also saw people from nepal and from the neighboring countries and lot of people were working in that cmc what a huge blessing if you leave out of comfort zone god can bless you if you leave out of comfort zone and you stand for your people you will be a blessing god will make you a blessing to nations and the next point rebuild the walls nehemiah chapter 2 verse 18 he says and they said let us rise up and build so they strengthened their hands for this good work beautiful words he said let us rise up and build the walls again amen such a beautiful thing he saw the distress of his people he went close to the broken walls and saw the situation right there what's happening there there is no other people who can take care of that such a distress such a suffering his people are going through and then he said to the people you know what i'm not going to stay here like this we are going to rebuild the walls amen amen such a you know bold step it's not easy to build the walls it it was built by kings and then it was so strong but the people you know like other kingdom other king came and destroyed it and then to rebuild the wall it's such a huge step but what nehemiah says you know let us rise and rebuild the walls in india there's so much of wickedness as i told you before india is a beautiful nation god has promised a lot of things for this nation but now we don't see that we are seeing wickedness growing we are seeing sin is growing but if nehemiah can stand for the nation of juda to build the walls why can't we stand for our nation of india to rebuild the walls of righteousness why can't we stand for india to build the walls of love why can't we stand for india to build the walls of peace in india future belongs to the people who can stand in the gap future belongs to the people who can intercede for their people amen i heard someone saying one man of god saying future of revival belongs to the people who are interceding for their nations interceding for the revival i mean i believe this is the time that we rise up and stand in the gap this is the time that we rise up and intercede for the people and this is a time that we go before the presence of the lord and make a wall between our people and between our god and ask the lord lord forgive my nation nehemiah chapter 1 it's a beautiful chapter if we look into that chapter if we read that chapter nehemiah goes to the presence of the lord and he prays like this god of heavens forgive our iniquity forgive the iniquity of our people of our nation he is representing his people 
when he goes into the presence he is not like oh lord forgive me no he is not talking about himself he is talking about his whole nation he is representing his whole nation amen such a beautiful man he is and god is looking at us to have this mindset when we go into the presence of the lord it's not just about us but it's about our people it's about our country and god is seeking for such kind of people who goes to the presence of the lord bringing his people to his presence you know god says as i told you before like first peter 29 we are the royal priesthood and you know what is the meaning of the priest a priest is an intercessor that means he intercedes for his people he is the one who sacrifices you know makes the sacrifices for the people in behalf of the people to god amen and if god looks as the royal priesthood and this is our responsibility to intercede for the people to intercede for our family and to intercede for our nation amen amen i just want to encourage you this morning are you willing to be the one who can stand in the gap and the fourth point i want to share don't lose your heart i just want to read this words nehemiah chapter 4 verse 2 and he spake before his brethren and the army of samaria and said what do these feeble jews will they fortify themselves will they sacrifice will they make an end in a day will they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish which are burned this is the voice of the enemy there are few people called sanabalat and tobia they were against this judea people against this nehemia and nehemia and the people of judea they started building the walls and when these enemies sanabalat and tobia when they saw that these people were building the walls and they came to the people of judea and uh, they were saying like this what these feeble jews are doing you know the meaning of feeble means so weak what these weak people doing can they fortify their walls can they sacrifice and they say in the in the next words they say like even the fox if it goes through the uh, walls it will break down what a discouragement many of the times when we take step for the lord when we started to do something there will be a lot of voices coming to in our minds right hey you can do this no 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 you can't do this this is not your job god promises like this hey you know what i'm going to bless you and then satan comes and enemy comes and uh, it will say like you know you know what you're not worthy of it and if you start something like going to the people and evangelizing them and this enemy will comes and say hey what if the people will reject you many times you know we go to cmc and vit to talk to people and encourage them and uh, to do evangelism many times in the beginning i felt like hey you're going to talk to the people you don't know english you can't talk to the people many times the, the voice of the enemy comes to my mind like hey you know what if you talk to them they are going to reject you you know what they are busy in their cell phones and all hey you can't go and disturb them man such a nonsense right 
if you are really willing to stand in the gap no matter what the situation is no matter what, if you know english or not you will just go and speak to them if you want willing to stand in the gap no matter if they listen to listen to you or not you will just go or at least you will try you may fail but you will definitely go and talk to them amen amen continue the good work that god has started in you don't give up don't give up until until it finishes don't lose heart if you are willing to do the evangelism just go on if if you are willing to pray for your people and for your country just go on don't give up don't lose heart amen you know what that's the thing god says to joshua chapter 1 and uh, verse 9 i think be strong and courageous be strong and courageous god has given us the spirit of courage god has given us his spirit don't lose heart for anything if if god's promises are not happening in your life don't lose heart one day or other definitely it, it, it's going to come to pass amen you know what some people hadn't uh, counted but one man of god said there is the word don't fear it was written 365 times almost in the bible how many times 365 times that means if we put one time for each day do not fear that means god is saying to us that 365 days every morning if we can remind that it's like don't fear man for i am with you i will be you know when when jesus went to heaven he told to his disciples i am with you always god is with us why we should fear why we should take a step back no 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 we have to stick step front we have to go forward no matter what the situation is no matter what the circumstances may come no matter you are facing a red sea no matter you are facing a jordan when you place your leg on that god will provide something amen don't lose heart nehemiah didn't lose heart people enemy is coming and hey what you are doing such a nonsense you are doing no 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 i am doing god's will and god is the one who is helping us and you don't have any authority to speak that in my life amen don't lose a heart be committed to do your work amen when david faced goliath all the israelites people they were so afraid of goliath and no one wants to go to fight with goliath but one boy named david you know what he said what a commitment you know what he said who is this uncircumcised philistine to talk against my god amen David stood in the gap right such an encouraging word David stood in the gap all the others were in fear but one boy he just took courage in the lord not his courage he's not looking about himself he's looking at his god and he stood in the gap for his people he just went there and he took five stones and and a sling he took the sling and then he just threw that stone into his head victory belongs to the lord man it's not about your situation 
it's not about your financial background it's not about any of your strength it's just about the lord himself amen and god wants you to stand in the gap today amen one person if one person called nehemiah can stand for his people and one person called david can stand for his people why can't we stand for our own people and our own nation amen and the last point i want to share he brought peace in the land nehemiah chapter 8 verse 17 it talks about there was very gladness i just want to read this for you and all the congregation of them that were come again out of the captivity made booths and sat under the booths for since the days of joshua the son of nun unto that day had not the children of israel done so and there was very great gladness one person nehemiah he just took step he came out of his comfort zone and he cried for his people and he saw the distress of this people and he just decided he committed himself for his people he committed his life for the people and he went there saw the broken walls and he said to the people hey let's rebuild the walls and they started the work and the walls were finished and everything was good and after that the people they celebrated the restoration of their city going out making the booths and having the festival the bible talks there there was very great gladness amen such a beautiful thing no once they were in the distress once they were in the disgrace no one to help them there is no reason to be joyful once but when we see the end there was such a gladness nehemiah one person he just brought joy to his land he brought peace to his land one man stood in front of all the offenses all the enemy thoughts all the discouragement all the stuff that you know which is not right he withstood all the things and he took step for his own people and he went forward he moved forward and then see the change that he brought in his land Amen. God is looking that thing in you. God is looking the same heart like Nehemiah in you. Do you want to be like Nehemiah this morning? And God is looking for such kind of people. Standing in the gap is paying the price. It's not like hey, you know what? I'm going to stay here. Nehemiah didn't say like this. You know what? I'm not I'm going to stay here and I'll give you the money and you can just go and build it. No, 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 no. He paid the price. He left his position to be in the palace, to be in the fortress. He came out of the comfort zone and to, he took the responsibility. He paid the price. Stand in the gap is prayer. He prayed for his people. The stand in the gap is faith. believing in the lord that he can help us that he is the one who does actually the things and it's and standing in the gap is commitment are we committed to the lord 
are we committed for praying for the people i have couple of friends they are always in my heart i'll be praying for them every time i may forget some other people but these people i don't forget them i pray for them every single time when i remember them not every day but they will be in my heart every time to pray for them how about you are you standing in the gap are you praying for your own people to get hold of god and not to lose standing in the gap is to get hold of god and not to lose and i want to declare this and i want you to join with me to say this prayer i will pray and i will believe i just want you to say with me i will pray and i will believe until you pour out your spirit until you revive the church until you awaken the nations this is a cry of my heart for my country i want to see india being saved i want to see you know people coming to know the lord jesus christ as his savior in my country i want to see india bowing down in his presence crying out lord you are the god amen every tongue shall confess that jesus christ is the lord in each and every single state in india and i want to see there is no corruption in india and i want to see there is no more wickedness adultery anything which is related to sin in india amen i want to see righteousness thriving in india amen once i finished my dts in vaivam kochi and uh, that that is such a beautiful thing to do a dts i was full of you know like god's presence and i was praying all the time in while while i was in the dts and uh, god has really transformed my heart and uh, i started praying for the nations and uh, when i came to my home and i saw again the anger of the people and uh, you know ignorance of the people you know just shouting you know making you know all the things like fighting with each other you know uh, planning wicked things and then i was like lord what is this why don't people change the lord said to me kranti this is my people and my people are ignorant pray for them and from that day onwards i started praying for my country and i believe things will change in india amen and i believe things will definitely is going to change in india i mean i want to I, w- i want you to say a louder amen for this i want to see the ch- things changing in india i want to see the things you know coming turning around in india i want to see people rising up for jesus i want to see people like nehemiah standing in the gap for this country of india amen amen wow such a beautiful thing right to stand in the gap it takes responsibility it takes paying the price but it's okay it's okay we are doing it for our own people amen amen are you willing to stand in the gap this morning i just want to close by asking you this question are you willing to stand in the gap this morning if you say just close your eyes and raise your hand we are going to pray lord you see the hands right now 
and we today are willing to stand in the gap for our country and for our nation and for our family and for my workplace and for my city Lord I pray that you will strengthen the hands Lord I pray that you will give us the heart of courage Lord I pray that you will give the heart of willingness to step out in faith to pray for my people to intercede for my people Jesus Lord I pray that you will bless the hands I pray that your spirit come upon them the spirit of intercession the spirit of responsibility come upon each and every single person here in Jesus mighty name thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit lord we just submit each and every one into your hands jesus lord we give you glory thank you jesus for speaking to us lord i pray that you will help us to pray for our nation each and every single day oh god as nehemiah he had such a burden for that for his people lord i pray that you will give the same burden in our hearts to cry for our cities oh god in the book of jeremiah you said like this call out for the intercessors call out for the people who can mourn for their people just lord help us to cry out for our people jesus help us to cry out for our nation give us such a heart give us such a burden in our hearts jesus holy spirit thank you jesus holy spirit just holy spirit we just submit each and every single person once again into your hands thank you so much lord for anointing us thank you so much for blessing us jesus in jesus mighty name we pray amen